Hey, Casey. Yes? It's been a while. You know, I have nothing to add except it has. It has been a while. Hello. I was late. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Talk Nerd to Me, baby, where we are trying to get our act together in a BB way. BB. Oh, Death Stranding? Like yeah. Death Stranding? Yeah. Do you need me to rock a baby to sleep with my controller? Is uh, that what you're asking? There's a cat behind you. Do you I'll, want to try that? I, I'll take the baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello. It's, you know. As we said, it's been a while, and we're trying our best to get back on the... The trickety track. The talkity talk. The talkity talk and the trickety track and the clickety clack. I hope you clickety clack on on the episode. Uh, Segways are hard. And you can rate the episode depending on where you're listening to it. You can share it with your friend, with your significant other. But don't base it off of the thing I just said. No. That was... you, should, you should send them your favorite episode. <laughs> Only top quality here. What? Nah. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've so that, you know I guess we're just so still reeling from Spider Man that you know the multiverse is we're still trying to get it back in one piece. One piece. One piece. <laughs> That's a different thing. Yeah. We're we're speaking of. This is a catch-up episode for us. Yep. And over the course of several months, I mostly caught up with One Piece. The manga. The manga. Yeah. No, that's too much TV. I don't have time to watch all the TV. But I can read. And I did. You did. So there you go. One thing. Right out of the gate. I Woo! caught up on a lot of One Piece. I'm still like a little bit behind, but I feel spoiled because I was reading the color manga. And mm-hmm. so I'm just like... There's so much happening in One Piece that goes on at one time. It's hard to to One Piece, one and, time, one mind. And in black and white, I, I'm just like, no, I, I need it in color. Well, that and, you know, I have much respect to One Piece because I also had, like, an obsession in middle school. But some of the character designs are a little similar, especially with the ladies. Oh, they all have the same face. They just, all have the same face and sometimes the same hair. Yeah. But they some but to make it different, he'll change the color. Yes, but, but if it's in black and white, wait, you can't tell. Everyone is Nami. Yes, <laughs> I mean, life would be great if everyone was Nami. But I do not disagree. But one That's piece. Part, yeah, so uh, we're we're just here to, to catch up on a couple of things. You know, we we said in our last episode, I believe that. The next thing was Hawkeye, so we can talk about some Hawkeye in here. We can. It's only been how many months since Christmas? Ah, that was just yesterday. What is time? It's a weird soup. It is a weird soup. So, Hawkeye. I very much enjoyed it. I have always been a fan of Kate Bishop. Same. So, I was very happy to see her be a thing. Haley Steinfeld, I think, did a good job. Oh, spoilers on everything, of course. Yes. I mean, if that's a spoiler for you, well, where no, have you but been? I, I wanted to be to to talk about Yelena, 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 who is just a bright, shining, murderous star, and the most, it was the star and the scene stealer of the most. What? I've never seen a, a scene. Involving eating a bowl of mac and cheese to be this interesting. No, but it does make me hungry. Just thinking about it. There you go. You're welcome. I gave it a little bit of pause so that our listeners could get hungry for mac and cheese too. I was going to say, are, is anyone listening to this eating mac and cheese? Because I'm very jealous of you. If you're already, you're a psychic. Wow. You have foresight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to add. I, I keep running into these things. I'm like, I'm just going down the road of this, or I'm just going down the track of this train of thought. Oh, and it's over. <laughs> yep. 
the, like, the, the, the track is over. It's like, gotta get off the ride, please. Well, that was short and uneventful. <laughs> Lap bars up. Uh, must have been one of those baby roller coasters that just go in the circle. Oh, like Baby Park and Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> just... well, was... Baby Park is pretty chaotic in Mario Kart, uh, which we've also played. We have. A little bit. Uh, let's see. Haven't tried and... the new tracks, though. No, because, well, they're not all out yet. Are you waiting for all of them to be out? Well, they they haven't all been released yet, but I don't have the expansion. Mm. I don't have the Switch Online expansion uh, because all of the N64 games I would want to play, I already have. And would, so. would, this is me using this to find out something. Would you be able to play a, a race you can't have? It's like, so you played with Dan. So it if someone else has it, I guess it might have to be the host or the leader or whatever. Yeah. Um, but if they have it, then you're then you're allowed to do the tracks. Okay. That's so why some people are just like, well, maybe only one person needs it because then we can just play on the other person's tracks. And... Gotcha. Because I was like, but they did that. That has been confirmed. If it, if someone else has it, then um, and they pick the track. Then okay. you can do it. So I was like, you were playing with Dan and we'll just show you a black screen and you're like, <laughs> That's that's a hard mode that I definitely don't need for Mario Kart. Mario Kart meets Dark Souls. Well, we'll <laughs> that's another reason I've been away. Elden Ring. Elden and Ring came out. Forbidden West. Um now I, that I, you finally completed Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I was a little bit late uh, to the party. I could not get into that game and then Finally, it clicked, and I saw it through to the end, and I was like, okay, Forbidden West, and it's that one's already way better. Not the other one's bad. It was just like, Forbidden West is so good. Um, but, yeah, that's, I mean, we not on those games, Hawkeye. but, <laughs> yeah, well, the, strap yourselves in. This is what this episode is going to be about. Chaos. But, utter chaos. Uh, but I am planning to have, uh, somewhere down the road, our... KC Video Game Awards Woo! for is it 2020? It, it's 2021. So, yeah, but some people are like 2022, like the Oscars are 2022, even though they're movies from 2021. And like, sorry. Mm. it's tricky, much like Hawkeye's arrows, hey. his trick arrows, which were really fun. Yeah, the the thing on the bridge where the they they make them big. That was really cool. I liked the the end where like all the trick arrows got used, and yeah, I mean, which is the thing of like, where were all these arrows before? And also, um, I mean, we just I wish we were allowed. I wish people, uh, we as society, could let society. specifically with the MCU and other like franchise and stuff we could just kind of leave them alone and let them do their things so we could just be pleasantly surprised by things but it's just like we all knew that kingpin was coming oh okay i was like where are we going yeah but we all knew kingpin was gonna show up yes and so you know it was still really cool and it was awesome even if he just kind of like, knew where he was gonna be yeah and I, I was hoping to get to see him a little bit more but the i mean i i still thought they handled it really well um i mean kingpin just got knocked around a bunch which was a little surprising because he's you know cute usually, yeah and it's usually like he's very intimidating but this one was a little bit more cartoony with how he's been treated with well, the daredevil show and stuff yeah but they were also not going for the tone of daredevil no it's so true, it was just like, we it, like it's a weird fit you know trying to merge the two things yeah but uh yeah, I, I just wish that some stuff, and you know, I, I would extend that back to Spider-Man with like the villains and stuff. I think it would have been really cool if there was, you know, the trailer was super vague or, uh, you know, made us maybe wonder something like that. But I mean, it's hard not to like theories and stuff. It was, it was, it's, it's becoming the same thing with that I had the problem I had with game of Thrones where it was just like, everyone had all these ideas and like, Oh, this means this. And this person on the, there's a, you're just getting mad at my watching of 
I know certain but channels. I can't, I can't help it. Not not in a sense of um I because normally I'm just like I I don't want to know any theories about stuff because then it'll implant in my head and stuff mm-hmm. that goes all the way back to Spider-Man 3. That's a long story. Uh, <laughs> but the original Spider-Man 3. Uh, but I don't know. I I'm just so hungry all the time for MCU stuff that doesn't really bother me, but and I enjoy talking about it, but I'm just like I wish uh there was just like in in the case of No Way Home like there was no idea that they were going to bring back or no evidence that they were going to bring back Green there Goblin was, and yeah and uh Doc Ock and, and Electro and everyone um I know, and but so there's only, I, like so much you can hide nowadays I know well that's that's my point is like I wish I wish things were able to be more hidden yeah I think just with like phones and everything, you it's just really hard. But I mean, I still got. We had a. Pl- I like that they didn't show the Spider Man. The and so you still got like even spoilers though you, for No Way Home. This show was nothing but spoilers. But like you, you got that rush of not knowing how that was going to happen. You hadn't seen any of it. And so, like, there was a building anticipation of, I know this is going to happen in, like, a different way than Kingpin. Where, like, I know this is going to happen and I'm really excited about it. And the payoff was worth that whole buildup. Yeah. And I I wish there was... And Andrew Garfield being bad at secrets. (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, I I wish... He's doing fine now. I wish there was more of that. But, you know, and, and we've talked about this a little bit before. But, you know, if Hobbs and Shaw can hide cameos and unexpected people hubs and also had less people looking at it i know but still yes no i get i get the point i'm just like it it is it is not just the studio putting out too much information it's how many eyes are trying to get that information before the studio will put it out yeah i mean and it's because people watch we all consume those videos of like, did you see this thing? And like, it's hard not to because it's something we all enjoy, but I don't know. I, I, I wish there was, wish we could tip the scales a little bit more towards the mystery of things. Cause I uh, like being pleasantly surprised by things. Okay. Well then anything else you want to say in Hawkeye or that's a really good segue into Dr. Strange. Yeah. Uh, well, I really liked it. Um, I know that you liked Hawkeye more than you expected to. I did. Mostly because, like, I'm not a big Jeremy Renner person. Hmm. And so he's always just been very meh for me. I, I like Jeremy Renner. Like, I like his acting. I, I've seen lots and lots of things that he's been in. So I've seen him in many things. I've seen and, and he's, things. He's been in a lot of things that I really enjoy. And I just, he himself makes him not very enjoyable for me. And so I've enjoyed, I enjoyed dad Hawkeye. And because every other Hawkeye that we've gotten for me has been just a little, like, he was a filler queen (laughs) (laughs) In, in the lineup is how he felt for a long time. He's a filler queen, just kind of hanging out. (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know i i just I'm, I'm a big fan of archer characters in general i know this so yeah no i i i liked it a lot and it it seemed to get a lot more of that spirit especially since they were using and leaning on a lot of the my life is a weapon uh comic run so mm. i think that lightened some things up I'm just and also LARP. (laughs) Yeah, the the LARP was fun. The use of cops was dated. Yeah. Um, I liked Patricia Arquette. Right. Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga. That's what I meant, man. Why (laughs) did I say it that way? Listen, sometimes I'm a dumb dumb. Vera Farmiga. I liked her a lot. The she has the procedural problem where uh, you have your any typical procedural show 
and then it's like guest starring this famous person you're like oh well that's awesome they did it <laughs> they're the killer <laughs> they're yeah, the bad guy and her fiance was not a, yeah a good red herring and no. i was like it's fun red herring sort of and then he's just like oh you're just a little dum-dum yeah he a little doofus yeah people will keep, i mean i think it's because of his name but they're like oh it's just like you're just Captain Jack Sparrowing all over the place now. <laughs> yeah, but it was always like, is he like covering? Is he doing something that's like, oh, well, nope, nope, nope. No, he's you're, just you're an just, idiot. You're just dumb. <laughs> um, I like the dog. CGI eyeball was interesting sometimes. Sometimes it read a little funny. Uh, CGI eyeball? Because he had, the dog had two eyes. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> the, but the dog in the show doesn't. Right, right, right. Also, I like that. CGI eyeball. Yes. Um, but that was the thing. I still feel dumb because I said the wrong name. It's fine. That's okay. Um, but yeah, no, good t- good time. Good time. Did enjoy. Excited to see what else happens from it. Still anticipating Young Avengers. Speaking of CGI eyeball, I just want... Did we talk about... I don't know if... We, did we talk about No Time to Die? We oh. did. Oh. Well, we did in the fact that we talked about seeing it. And we're, I think we are going to do an episode on James Bond. Okay, that's what I was making sure. I was just like, I don't think we did that because we, we were saving it for like a James we, Bond We episode. talked about the fact that we saw it and liked it. Okay. 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 It's been a while. It's been a while. And unfortunately, I mean, for me, it's only like two months or so at this point, but it still feels like a while until we get Doctor Strange. But that's and what I'm I just want next. hoping that we can see it around the wedding we have to go to. Yeah. That's where my feelings are. But yeah, I'm really excited for Doctor Strange. I like America Chavez a lot. And I'm excited. I like the actress who's playing her. Um, Do you know her from anything? or <laughs> The Babysitter's Club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was one of my favorites in the first season of The Babysitter's Club. And then she had to get recast because she got Marvel. Oh, oh! I was sad about did, it. Did, did they just? Was it one of those recasts where it just they just kept moving on, didn't say anything about it? Yeah, because it was between seasons. Mm-hmm. So the second season has a different person. You're just like, oh, sorry. But it, I, I gotta was, go be Marvel. Yeah, but I was also like excited because like she was one of the you know the really standout people in the cast of the Baby Shows Club, and. I was excited that she was going to play someone because I like America Chavez a lot and she has a lot of cool stuff that she can do. And so I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see Wanda again. I like Doctor Strange. I mean, she... It looks bonkers bananas. Wanda seems to now be using her magical magic to (laughs) either get the really good lines or be next to the really good lines. Because, I mean... With WandaVision, like the yep. what is grief line, and then she gets the banging thing of like, oh, when you do this, you're a hero, but when I do it, I'm the villain. I'm just like, listen, I know there's going to be a lot of morally gray mixed with all the purple and the scarlet colors in this movie, but I'm and just the like, yellow. and I do, I love Doctor Strange, and I think Benedict Cumberbatch just keeps getting better and better in the role. Like every time he does it, he's just his performance is better than it was before, which mm-hmm. is a good thing. It's better to go up yep. and up and up. Not that he was ever bad, and even in Doctor Strange, the no, movie, but, but he seems to be find like sinking into it more. Yeah, finding he's... more of the nuances, finding some of the humor in it. Yeah, and so uh, that's he's a freaking wizard, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that he's leaning into all that, and I'm a big Doctor Strange fan of his performance and the character. But I'm just like, listen. I, I'm, I'm just going to stand over here and see what Wanda's doing. Yeah. <laughs> and so... He, he feels like, in this movie, a facilitator of story. Not in the same way he was in Spider-Man No Way Home, in which he was legitimately, like, a facilitator for the story to happen. And then shunted into a portal for 90% yeah. of the movie. So I do still want him to have... Oh, he's his... good. He's going to have... He gets to have so much fun in this movie. I, I want him to do... Oh, yeah, because we have, like, the evil... Or, and... like, we have the evil one. We have the fighter one with the ponytail. Like, we have an undead one that shows up. Yeah. Who I swear, 
looks less like Benedict Cumberbatch and more like, oh man, Zemo from Win- Winter Soldier. Oh, <laughs> he looks so much like him to me. When they show that like undead Doctor Strange, I'm like, I think it's the hair. Maybe I don't. I didn't catch that or think that, but no, I think it's just a me thing. But sorry, I was just pausing because I I wasn't sure if I had like a hiccup or a burp, and so I was just kind of letting letting it happen. Uh, I wasn't ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I I appreciate the sentiment that I could tell visually, but you needed to explain. I needed. Audi- I wanted audibly. to make sure our audience knew that. I wasn't just pausing. You weren't or just for judging effects. me for being like this character looks like this character. No, nope. you're so dumb. But yes, uh, Patrick Stewart. Yes, despite the fact that he's also denying being in Listen, the movie. It's it's too late. God bless Andrew Garfield because he had to be the first major one of just actively lying and just be like no. No, stop asking me. No, and then now people are just like, no, <laughs> no, and it's like no one believes you. No, even if you're a great actor, no one believes you. Even if you're Ryan Reynolds <laughs> or Patrick Stewart or Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes, you are an actor, but not. You have been knighted, Sir Patrick Stewart. But we still don't believe that you're not in this movie. That was the back of your bald ass head. <laughs> Can I say the one thing? And your voice. That I am not looking forward to that people are so, so sure that's going to happen in this movie. Tell me, even though I know what it is. Effin Tom Cruise as an alternate Iron Man. I think it's a terrible idea. It's bad and you should feel bad for thinking it. I think it's a terrible idea. And if Disney did it, they should feel bad forever because that is stepping on a legacy that i feel like is too soon to make these freaking jokes i don't care if he dies in five minutes or whatever the heck you're gonna do punch tom cruise in the face also that's what what if was for and that wasn't good well, this whole so. ep- this whole movie seems to be like part of what if so now what if he's like you need to watch it because like there's this council of people who are the illuminati okay that is something I'm super excited about, and what I thought was the starting to happen with Shang Chi wasn't the case. But I was still really excited, and I'm glad that it's a thing because I like councils, and not necessarily in like a dry council meeting from Star Wars, even though some of them are, are interesting. But I like just in the concept and and from some of the comics that I've read. Because uh, look, I've read some comics, I haven't read a lot, and so I can't like hold my own in a lot of things but one of the things i did really enjoy whenever it came up was the illuminati and just the idea of like the council of superheroes that's like pulling the strings of multiple universes yeah but like that's where patrick stewart's gonna be and obviously his his professor x is a an obvious choice for someone to like okay well if anyone's gonna you know kind of oversee and 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 you know, pull strings in the multiverse, you would think it would be Charles Xavier. Yeah. And we, there's also a chance we might get a live action Captain Carter for that because they are making what if feel so in like intertwined with this, because like the way that this, this city is melting is very similar to the what if episodes with like the inky, blah, 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 blah. we're getting at least two different versions of Christine Palmer. Um, in this movie, we are the council has like six people on it. You know, they're all going to be people that we have seen before. Also, uh, one thing I, did I wanna... don't think Deadpool's going to be in there that long. But I, I, I think, think he'll still be in there. I think he's going to be in there longer than Venom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sorry, Venom. Oh, so sorry. Uh, yeah, people who can't have a secret with their hats. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. It would be just a cameo at best. But one thing I did want to mention, uh, since you said two versions, at least two versions of Christine, um, technically, I think her name is Claire, um, Rosario Dawson's character from, she was like the through, one of the through line characters along with Turk in mm-hmm. the Netflix shows, uh, which are now Semi- kind of canonized or at least adjacent. Um, 
And so, like, some multiversal version of the characters is what we'll likely get for all of those now. And now um, those are being moved over to Disney+. And I think they're going to have, like, a parental thing. Parental guidance. So you can, you know, watch your Jessica Joneses and stuff. But uh, her character is also referred to as Night Nurse. And so... I feel like... I think, like, there are, I think there are multiple night nurses, but I'm just like, do you think that they'll try to... I, I To make doubt Christine it. Palmer? No, I, well, her, yes, but I mean, like, do you think they'll try to connect it and bring in Claire? I or, don't think that they're going to do anything with Rosario Dawson for this. I feel like it's... No offense to Rosario Dawson. I feel like it's too niche, even for people who watch the Netflix shows. I mean, I, I didn't think so, but, you know... At, or like if maybe set get, up like a trail or something that might lead to something. I feel like the next time we're going to get a Netflix thing is going to be in a Disney Plus show. Well, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, She-Hulk for sure. She-Hulk definitely. She-Hulk's definitely. Um, but I, I Armor just... Wars maybe. Uh, but like what I was saying was I, I don't necessarily think we'll get a Netflix reference. Until the next Disney Plus show. Yeah, I, I I was just thinking more along the lines of like maybe setting up like a tiny little plot thread that could branch off and maybe. and eventually maybe connect the two of those characters. But um, mm. I, I mean, I, I'm not really expecting anything it other than like maybe a passing reference at most, just because the movie's so packed. So like, well, the, that's why I, I think feel like the movie's like gonna be even more packed than we expect, or like not even expect, but than we can comprehend like it's going to be more packed than spider-man no way home and that was a a thick movie yeah but at least that was all relegated double stuffed the only thing outside of spider-man centric characters it was really just steven and wong that and daredevil and daredevil okay well so there was always the thought that, like, in that final scene that the X-Men could happen. Yeah. Because they're like, when is the X-Men? But, like, with <laughs> <Now>. Doctor Strange, <laughs> there's potentially the Fantastic Four. People are talking about Captain Marvel or, like, an alternate Captain Marvel. Well, they... Yeah, well, don't people think it's uh, Maria Rambo yeah. as the person that's in the trailer that's... Yeah. That's mainly what I've seen, but, like, as an alternate... Captain Marvel, potentially, versus, like, her character in WandaVision. Yeah. We might have multiple Wandas. It looks like we might have zombie Wanda. And that's why, like, the stuff in What If seems very connected. Like, I don't know if we'll get, like, an actual Watcher cameo. Um, There's so much happening. And I'm like, I, I really didn't enjoy What If. So I'm like, at least you're referencing the one other episode that was good. And I feel like they're going to, I, I I feel like, because this one's, I mean, it's called the Multiverse of Madness, so, you know, it's, this is really where the portal literally is opening up, so to speak, with, with everything, everything. and all of the properties and, and everything. I feel like the, the zombie thing from the trailer is just simply just to be like look everything's blowing up it's all connected rather well, yeah, than i mean like they fall through universes at, at one point in the trailer and, yeah and so like i i don't think i don't think the what if connection is going to be super crucial but it's going to be just you know there the other thing um because sometimes i feel like we all collectively try to expect so many things and it's like it's only like a a little over two hour movie, so there's only so much that they can put in there. Yeah, oh, there was something I was gonna say, and now I can't remember. Sorry, it was there was like alternate versions. What if X Men, Captain Marvel, Fantastic mm. Four? Mm. I can't remember. So Patrick Stewart? No, it's something to do with Patrick the Stewart money. It's something to do with the universes. <laughs> if I remember, I'll say it. But it, I obviously it was not that important. Well, they were like falling through universes and stuff. Yes. One of them's a cartoon universe, which I find very interesting. Um, mm, oh, the thing that I've been saying since we found out Wanda was going to be in this movie is, like, I, I think, because this is as close to, like, House of M as we're going to get for her, which is, like, one of my favorite storylines, is, like, it's going to be, like, Let There Be Mutants. 
yeah. versus normal normal mutants. And I think that it it when they set up the hero villain line in this, I think that's her moment of being the the hero versus being the villain that she's always gotten cast into in a lot of her struggles in the comics. That was what I was gonna say. Yeah, and I mean it I, I hesitate using the word problem, but it's like a good problem for her and Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Elizabeth Olsen is just like, yeah, people really like Scarlet Witch, especially now. And so, you know, any, she can still swim in her gray, but it's like people want all of the Wanda now. There are people who just think she's going to, she's a bad guy. Well, like there are, there, there are a subset of people who have watched WandaVision and still come out saying she is bad and i hate to disappoint those people because they're not there's no way they'll ever let her character go full villain no it's just not gonna happen Mm-mm. and i don't want it to happen and it's it's just not because it's just like no it's she's you she's know popular i mean i know captain marvel is getting her own thing and you know for a while it was like um well feige I mean- was like okay, Captain Marvel is going to be like the next big thing of the universe and she's going to drive a lot of stuff. But I feel like that's kind of gravitated towards well, Wanda now. Captain Marvel also didn't go over super well. Yeah. In like but... a popularity wise. So I can see them trying to kind of reorient. Also, the next one's called The Marvels. So what we get in that sounds like multiple things. Including a little Miss Marvel. Well, Miss Marvel. But I mean if we if we're setting up an alternate Captain Marvel in this potentially with Monica Rimbo, I, I imagine that either that or, you know, her from the end of WandaVision will end up in the Marvels. Yeah. I also hope that we just I one of the things I'm hoping for that because that's is that this year or next oh, year? Don't ask me timelines. Okay. Well I, I know, know I know, I know it's, fictional timelines. I know Miss the Marvels is coming out either Sometime this year or early next year. I want to say it's next year, but... What is time? I I just hope that after that movie, at least, it becomes... Captain Marvel's presence is a little bit more prominent rather than like a pinball machine. She literally just looks like a pinball, just going ding, 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 back and forth everywhere. That's because they don't know what to do with her. They're like, we gave her too much power. We cannot have her here. Otherwise, all of our superheroes cannot be the superheroes. But why does got all the power? Yeah, and they never let her use it or be in control of it for 90% of the stuff she's been in. It was so much of my frustration with her and other things is because they don't utilize her and they do it under the guise of she can't control her powers. So she's just like, whatever over here. And it wasn't until WandaVision where they actually got a handle of what does that mean and how do we actually use it in a story presence. And so I am super excited to see more Wanda. I also have that like little grain of hesitation because she is now in the hands of other people than the people who made WandaVision. And I'm like, do you know? The power you hold in your hands here? I do not think that you do. I mean, like, I enjoy most of Sam Raimi's... I mean, I like the Spider-Man movies. Um, Evil Dead's fine. But, like, as a visual director, I think Sam Raimi has a lot to offer. But I am still glad that at the end of the day, there's the Thanos shoulder of Kevin Feige and his hat, the shadow of his hat looming over just like a... Okay, but I still want these things. <laughs> yes, but it, it's less of the the hat looming over of you need to get to XYZ and more of the the through line of how you do it. And I say that because you have... Let me go to the other superhero franchise. You have Wonder Woman. And I know the DC Universe did not have its overseer. There, there is that. But you have Wonder Woman here who, you know... All the Amazons had a specific thing and they it looked respectful. And then you get to the next thing and it's all upskirt shots. And uh, then you have like Black Widow even in the Marvel Universe of like sex appeal, sex appeal, sex appeal. Oh, people don't like it anymore. So we're going to go like do this now. Here's a vest. <laughs> <laughs> but like 
No, I, they I, are I, getting better at it, and I am seeing like quite an uptick in female characters that feel like more than just the sexy person in the in the thing. And I get that. I just, you know, it's going to take a little bit longer for you to build up my trust to not have that like little, you know, little poke in the back of my mind going, they're going to screw it up. Yeah, that's my hope. But I, I no, I, I definitely know what you mean. I'm just hoping that the... I guess what I meant by the the Feige the Feige shadow is just like people really like Wanda. Don't I? I'm not going to the the big boss is not going to let you screw this up. Mm. And so I'm just hoping there's a little bit of just like let's let's keep this going in the direction it was going because that was a good direction. Yeah, I will. I will feel better after. I'm sure. But that 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 is the one thing that's I have that little like. <laughs> no, I, I I get you, and I, I'm I'm there uh, in a way myself of just like, WandaVision was so good. So if someone else, it's like the it's the thing with comics of like someone else is writing them yep. now, and and it's just and like, what does that mean? Yeah, and it's like hopefully it's good because sometimes because there there have been times in the past where someone else getting their hands on it is a good thing and mm. it's like oh this person gets it like i know some people didn't like it but for me i'm just like with uh, my example being thor ragnarok of like oh taika waititi writing thor is a good thing <laughs> yes uh so but like we uh, don't know we hope i i have also enjoyed sam Raimi projects I am not an evil dead person for a number of reasons. And some of those reasons can give me pause and maybe it was time period things, but you know, choices. I am happy to see what happens. I just will always have that little bit of like, will they? Yeah. No, I I understand. Whenever it's a new person writing something I really like. I understand. And that's, it's a very uh, valid mm-hmm. concern. Yeah. Hopefully, the voice of Pat- Sir Patrick Stewart <laughs> will put you a bit at ease. I mean, he may put me at ease. The history of people writing X-Men doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, any other things that you wanted to say about the Doctor Strange uh... trailer? Because I'm sure we'll have more to say once we actually see it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm just excited for it. It when they announced like the big slate of things, it was one of the ones that I was like most excited for because I like anything that's a big crossover. And so the fact that now sometimes the the solo quote unquote movies are becoming, you know, interactive and interwoven with things is always a fun thing to me because I like crossovers. Yeah, it's I'm trying to think if there's been any solo movies that haven't had some sort of crossover lately. Black Widow. There's nobody in that one? Mm, I think the only thing would be the I mean, post-credit. The, yeah, that I wouldn't really count that. So, yeah, I guess so. But huh. it was post-dated and they couldn't really bring in people because <laughs> they can't mess up the timeline they made. Because, remember... We were all like Bruce and learning about the branches and mm. you don't want to mess up the branches. No, no pruning here. That's Steven's job. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the I mean, we also saw a few other things over the course. Uh, it's another one that. Oh, do you uh, mean the thinking... third time that we watched Craziest Girlfriend? <laughs> Second for me. Third, third for, you. for you. Yes. I uh, will do something with that show. And. You know, I'm happy to, to just, I mean, I honestly, I could probably do an entire podcast just talking about that show and different things. We could do that, although, except I don't want to pay another hosting fee. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, but one thing that we saw that we might do and devote an episode to, um, much like James Bond, is The Matrix Resurrection. see The Matrix Resurrection. So I, I think I'll save most of my opinion 
for if we do an episode on yeah, just the Matrix I would as like a whole. To, yeah, I think we're going to try to do a couple different, like, not, like, super research, da, 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 but, like, deep dives into, like, one franchise episodes. Yeah, I think it's, it will wrangle us in a bit more, too. <laughs> so we stop, we need to be wrangled so we don't ramble. but yeah i i liked matrix resurrections i did for the most part it was very different yeah and not what i was expecting a little bit too heavy on the meta for me much like we recently watched ghostbusters afterlife and Mm. that was a little i enjoyed but for that one was a little too heavily leaning on nostalgia yes and so you know some of these legacy sequels as they're being called I feel like some of them just fancy that. No, that's a term for it. I'm like, hmm. yeah, maybe they stole it from Space Jam, too, <laughs> <laughs> Um, which we haven't seen. No, so I right. would I would I would try it just for, you know, laughs. Listen, Space Jam one isn't a perfect movie, but it's fun. What, how dare you? Nothing can top the nothing can burst the 90s protective bubble of sacredness. No, no. It's just funny with some of those things where it's just like, this it, is a perf, this is perfect and must be revered where it's just like, you know, listen, just because it's old doesn't mean it's flawless. Well, it's also like, just because you enjoy it and like, you know, that part of that enjoy- enjoyableness comes from like a nostalgia point of view of like, I liked this when I was a child. I have great memories and emotions attached to it. You know, it also makes me remember when I had like less issues to deal with. And so watching that brings back those feelings and those feelings are part of what you link to liking this movie. That's perfectly fine. But it doesn't mean you can't look at it and be like, here are problematic things that are in this movie. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's lots of people that are just like, no, in this protective bubble of perfect and it is perfect thing, here is Shrine. (laughs) Listen, Troop Beverly Hills is like an iconic movie for many, many people. Has some race issues in it a little bit in a way of also being kind of a lot of it (laughs) yeah and i say that as someone who very much can enjoy that movie yeah there's a it it's you kind of have to look through it things at a critical lens whether you want to or not sometimes but also back to what you were saying about like legacy sequels um we did also just watch ghostbusters afterlife finally and we're gonna watch scream soon yeah Woo. Speaking of legacy sequels, <laughs> um, and the Ghostbusters one, I think, doesn't hit me so much with the meta-ness in just the fact that I don't have a big connection to Ghostbusters. Like, my biggest connection to Ghostbusters was, like, the cartoon. And so I know I've seen both Ghostbusters 1 and 2, but I don't have, like, emotional attachment to them. I've just, I've seen the first one a lot, and... Mostly like the the third act, I've seen that part a bunch of times, and um, I just I remember being scared of the bad guy in the second one a lot, so I didn't see that. I don't one even remember much. who the bad guy in the second it was, was. The creepy dude in the painting. Nope. I I showed you once, and you're like, oh yeah, that's why I repressed that. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, went right back under. <laughs> um, I yeah, I don't have a big connection to Ghostbusters, so the meta-ness of that one doesn't ring too much for me like i'm like ah yes this is thing but like from what i understand the third act is like the same oh yeah i was i was like oh okay so they're just they're just redoing the first one yeah i just really enjoyed the the little girl a lot and so for the most of the movie i was just like watching her and i'm like i like you she was just she she was on a hot streak of uh, uh mckenna grace she was on a hot streak of i'm gonna play the young version of everyone because she did it for Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. She did it for I, Tanya, And there was like one or two other things where she was like the young version of that. And it's just like. She Everyone was looked alike just... when they were a child. <laughs> yeah. And they all look like McKenna Grace apparently. But so. like that. And then I liked like for as stupid as the fact that he went by podcast. Like I enjoyed that kid. Um, and oh, there was something else I was going to say. I don't know. It was it was fine. Paul Rudd in his cargo shorts, and who did almost nothing in this entire movie. <laughs> um, but like, and was... his 
weird connection to Baskin Robbins. Oh, yeah. Oh, the thing I was going to say is, like, the other reason, like, I wanted to see it was because we had just done a thing with, like, deepfakes. And so I wanted, we referenced the end of that movie in that yeah, way. spoiler for... Spoiler for everything. <laughs> um, listen, you haven't been here long. If you don't realize, I, I will just talk about something. Um, because they bring back the guy who died. Harold Ramis. Yeah. And, like... I think was it pitch meeting that we watched, where that was like it will be a really tasteful. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the 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 movie itself feels pretty tasteful. I don't know how I feel really about the act of doing said thing, but like I don't know, it's a well, it's a weird I, world. I was feeling a thing that was in the honest trailer for it, which is just like, oh, oh, he's still here. And they're just like quipping next to him. He, guys, he's not. He's not leaving. And then the punchline there was just like, "Do we need to bust this guy? <laughs> Do we need to ghostbust him?" <laughs> but yeah, it was it was very sweet and like it. I I thought it was a very nice tribute and was a way of using technology for good. And then it was just like. It went on for a little too long for yeah, me. Yeah, I feel like it should have just been the moment with those guys. He should have made eye contact with, like, his daughter, gotten that moment to, like, wrap up her story, and then peaced out. Yeah. Like, he had a moment with everyone, and yeah. I'm like, sir, you've never met these children. Listen, I, I know you've you've been gone for a little while, but... For don't a little be- while. <laughs> But don't be that guy at the party that just doesn't know when to leave. It's like, we're all going to bed. We're wrapping things up. We're cleaning up for the night. And I don't feel like this is disrespectful because guess what? It wasn't his choice to be in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did like that he got a a really, like, the entire plot is based around him. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like, he was the access point of the plot. So I thought that it was a really awesome way to do something like that of like okay we're not only just gonna like mention him we're going to make everything revolve around his character yeah and so like i i think there was good and bad with it and it's just one of those things of like what what it bodes for other things is a is a very steep slope yeah and they it's one of the things they talk about in the documentary for uh the mandalorian uh, suppose for Mandalorian with Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. and like the CGI with that and you know what they're doing and it's just like and there's a part where like John Favreau's like you know we have to be careful with this technology for security reasons and stuff but also you know it's just the the morality of it is still something that's you know these are uncharted waters and you know just because we can doesn't mean that we should all the time and so I know that he's been a big propeller forward for that, but I do appreciate and respect that he's just like, you know, t- like tastefully, tastefully. Uh-huh. But- I'll believe that when I see it. Uh, Disney has not proven itself to be able to be tasteful all the time. It's true. That's a direction we don't need to head for this episode. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're... Don't worry about that. They they gotta build the princess and the frog ride. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yes. Princess and the frog. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> what was the next thing you want to talk about? Uh, well, I was gonna say Matrix. Liked it. Was fun. Also agree. Some of it was odd choices. We'll talk about that more later. Yeah. I the one other thing I wanted to say about it before moving on is just. I wish the fight scenes were like old school Matrix. That was the only yeah. thing I was like, that should have been more old school because it was just like, I don't know, regular fight stuff. Is... It was a little too John Wick. Which, actually, I was hoping it would be a little bit more John Wick because that was a little bit more fluid and this was like, well, I think, well, half of it was him finding his powers again. So, like, I don't know if that was a factor. Yeah. I mean, I I, just, I agree. It felt less Matrix because of some of that. It I, I think to me it was 
because they were down one of the Wachowski sisters, <laughs> the one they were missing was probably the sister that was more into the action part. Yeah. Well, that and like some of it felt like a big F you from the one who did do stuff. <laughs> um, the other thing I, I think I would say is like, I think because we watched all three of the other Matrix leading up to this. And I think that both hurt and helped the movie. Because I think it helped remind you how much you like, like, Neo and Trinity. And, like, how much you're rooting for them. I think it hurt a lot of everything else. <laughs> <laughs> I It's weird, because a lot of times uh, legacy sequels will copy, like, Afterlife did, the third act of the, the movie. But Matrix Resurrection kind of copied the first act <laughs> oh they just kind of did well i mean they they also kind of copied the smith fight a little bit but the the beginning was very much like neo we gotta get you out of here you're in a simulation May. it yeah, it, <laughs> it was, just made me think well, of, that and they're playing it on the on the wall yeah but i i was also just thinking of the rick and Morty episode where like everything's a simulation this is a simulation. Your simulation is a simulation. And just, yeah. Anyway. anyway. Uh, so, something I wanted to say that we were going to be talking about probably very soon is something else that came out. The Legend of Vox Machina. The Legend of Vox Machina. Is a thing that came out and we are very excited to talk about. But we're so. going to do a whole episode on it because it deserves it. Yes. Also, coming uh, soon to the ears near you. Speaking of coming soon, uh, there are a couple of things on the horizon. I mean, the big one right now is the Batman. We have yes. not seen the Batman we yet. We have not seen the Batman. By the time you are listening to this, perhaps we will have seen the Batman. But we are trying to see the Batman and have a calzone. Yes. <laughs> we'll see it as a calzone. And we had it once for, well, just before. We watched The Proposal and had it. And I would like to do that again, but instead of the proposal, the Batman. Listen, there was no Batman to watch. There was a streak of Ryan Reynolds things and Sandra Bullock things that we watched in orders. We did also, oh, yeah, that's the other thing we watched. Free Guy. Oh, yeah, we did watch Free Guy. I like Free Guy. I like Jodie Comber. I... I did, I did know one thing about it, but it, it was just such a quick thing that was just like a ha 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 I thought it was a little, a little bit more involved in that, but it was perfectly fine the way it was. Spoilers for Free Guy. Chris Evans just looks is watching on his phone as Ryan Reynolds steals the shield where he has a cap shield. Oh, yeah. I knew that Chris Evans made a little cameo in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of something that I watched that you didn't with a Chris Evans cameo, don't look up. Oh, yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. It's okay. I watched it. I really enjoyed it. I was just like, yeah, no, this is this is parody done effectively. And it's just like, <laughs> <sighs> speaking of, <sighs> I also watched a thing, another thing that you didn't see, which was Peacemaker. I watched the Peacemaker show. You did. I liked it. I was not planning on watching it, and then I just sort of ended up doing it Listen, anyway. you watched Peacemaker. I dressed up as Harley Quinn. We do similar things. Yep. It was good. I liked it. It wasn't perfect or anything, but I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Because I was just like, if you gave me a lineup of characters from the Suicide Squad, Peacemaker would probably have been at the bottom of the list of, who do you want to see a show of? That being said, it was pretty good. Yeah, I just don't need it. It's okay. You don't. No. The, from what I know about it, I don't need it. I'm fine. But for those of you who saw it and liked it, I saw it and liked it. <laughs> I will watch Birds of Prey again. Yay. Yay. We like Birds of Prey. We do. We do, we do, we do. So let us know what things you're looking forward to seeing. Is there anything else like on the horizon that's not 
Marvel? I yeah, I have a ton of... <gasps> Morbius! Don't um, you want to see Morbius? No. Okay, then what else? <laughs> Listen, I, as someone who really liked 30 Seconds to Mars when I was in like high school, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if there's a lot else. really... Most of the stuff that like I'm excited for have been a lot of rewatches. And I don't know how many people care about something that I watched in middle school that I watched again. We're watching Fushigi Yugi. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that what summons the cat? Yep. Do you have anything to say for our catch-up episode? Nope. Just so long as she doesn't come stand in front of us and throw up again. <laughs> yeah. Right before we started recording. Hello, father. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm curious to see what's, what's going to happen. There's so much happening in so many ways that... I just don't know what the stories that we're going to get, what the media we're going to get is going to look like in the next year to five years. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and in the distance, the cat went crunch. Crunch. <laughs> chomp. I was going to say chomp. And then you said crunch. So it went crunch. 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 It sounds like a Pokemon. Trump. <laughs> We can talk about Pokemon later. Oh, yeah. That's got a new game coming out. It does. And not again, having the one that again, just came out. You God. know, that came out very soon after the other one that also just came out. Listen, maybe we'll talk about it in my game awards, but I'm tired. There's so many games coming out. There's I don't so even many. play that many games, and there's so many games coming you out. You are feeling the passive fatigue through me. <laughs> yes. I'm like, there's only so many ways I can just be like, <laughs> Listen, game. I like open world games in general. I don't. But there's just so many, and I'm just, I'm so tired. I don't. You are just one boy. <laughs> We've been going through uh, Uncharted. Also haven't seen the movie yet. No. Um, but sometimes you're just like, ah, I need something a little bit more linear. Just like a good, solid experience. Like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the game. Mm. But anyway... We're tired. We're tired. Thank We're... you for hanging in for this podcast of madness. Yeah, and thanks for, you know, sticking around with the ups and downs of our abilities to record episodes. We're working on it. We're figuring it out. And we'll be back in your ears pretty soon. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. <laughs> and so you have been listening to Talk Nerdy to Me Baby, which uploads Tuesdays at 7 a.m. at times. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Pacific. 7 a.m. Pacific. But that's not what you said. <laughs> nope. Uh, and you can find us on all the things, all the streaming services that you might be using to listen to your podcasts. Oh, yeah. That could happen at some point. We're working on that, too. Hmm? We're hoping to stream at some point. Oh, yeah. We are lives. <laughs> stream nerdy with us, BB. And once we get a different thing that is not a Razor Ripsaw, which do not recommend. Um... <laughs> We will be trying to do that, and maybe we can even stream recording some podcast episodes. I don't know how that will work with doing the song portion, because that is audio cues I don't know how to do yet. <laughs> but, hey, stick around. We have lots of plans. I'm We have lots of plans for the future, and we hope that you come forward with us as well. Until then. Please and thank you. Yes, until then. And until next time. Well, you're Amory by the Sea on everything. Oh, yeah. I am Amory by and the Sea on all the things. I don't know. What are you? I'm Case Crusader on all the things. Oh, yeah. You didn't actually say, so I thought I would say. Thank you. Yeah. <gasps> Goodbye. Goodbye. Engage. <laughs>